0: It's time for the Hadit dot com radio show. Hadit dot com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit dot com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook.
1: Yes, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for that introduction, there, John. Uh, this is Gerald Cook. Uh, we're here with uh, our co-host. Uh, Jay Basser and our technical uh and this is the 29th day of January 2014. Well, how are you doing today, John?
0: I'm doing good, Gerald. How are you doing today?
1: Well, I'm doing all right. Could be worse. It's a little chilly outside, but uh, this is winter, uh, so. I think the whole country, uh, especially back east, they're catching up pretty good.
0: Yeah, but this pattern is fixing to change. I think it's going to improve over the next couple of weeks. So,
1: Yeah, they things are looking up. Yeah. Uh, well, I believe we have some new things. Uh, let see. What, what was that deal there? I was looking at uh anyway uh here in uh january the 20th they passed this new law but from what i could tell of it it's mainly about social security if if they pass a law on social security uh did that affect us
0: oh well, i'm trying to get a hold of carol please. on
1: uh, on the va
0: and, uh, What's the name of the, of the, of the law, Gerald? It's calling it number 347-267-481. I just had it wrote down here.
1: Something <laughs> uh, uh,
0: about... Uh, well,
1: I forgot the name of it, John. I just didn't know how to do it. Uh, but anyway... We'll move on to something else. This is where, if if uh, you had been in the system for a long time, and uh, they would uh, take that in consideration.
0: Mm, okay, I'll have to look that up and Do some research on
1: it. It uh, was January the 20th. They passed it. And I was just informed about it, accessibility law of some sort, but uh, I, from my take on it, it was uh, basically, um, wait a minute, I got it right here. Let me check my email. So, yeah, this is it. Sorry about that, folks. I should have been more on the the ball here. Okay. But my computer is slow. I'm going to blame it on my computer. But anyway, this is uh, compassionate, Allowances conditions. It was the law was passed uh, January 15, fifteenth, two thousand and fourteen. But the way I'm I'm reading this, uh, it's Social Security announcement: new compassionate allowances conditions, and they've added. Uh, uh, They have actually, they've added 25 new Compassionate Allowances, which uh, brings the total number up to 225. The Compassionate Allowances Program expedites uh, uh, disability decisions Mm. for Americans with the most serious disabilities to ensure that they Receive their benefit decisions within days instead of months or years. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
1: Now, I don't know, I've read this, I don't know how it affects veterans. However, we do have uh, veterans uh, there on at it that have uh, claims in to to draw their social.
0: Security, have we not? Yes. Let them do.
1: So uh, a law like this could actually benefit those veterans.
0: Well, yeah, I'm looking at the list here. A, there's a lot of um, conditions on here. They, these are they have a listing level impairment to Social Security, and if you're, you have one of these diseases on this list and. It should be a quick automatic approval.
1: Yeah, We, the have, left, we uh, have a
0: caller. It could be Carol. It's, oh, is that uh, Carol?
1: Yeah. Hello? Caller, are you in there? I
0: can barely hear her. Hello? Uh, uh, Carol, we can barely hear you if that's you.
1: I don't hear her at all.
0: Well, remember, I heard her in the background say hello. But oh, can you hear me? Oh yes. Who's this?
2: Oh, my name's Thomas. Uh, I I I didn't I didn't push any buttons to talk, but I was just listening.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
2: Do
1: you have a question or comment, Thomas?
2: (laughs) Hey, well, yeah. I I just want to say. First off, I just want to say for uh, thank you for having this show. Um i've gone through and listened to all the uh recorded ones i mean i it's kind of helped help keep me going and and uh keep me keep me sane when my wife was tired of hearing me talk about my claim
1: well <laughs> I, I tell you what uh you're in good company because <laughs> we all <laughs> have that problem but uh you know, these claims are important, and and uh, especially for a veteran's family, you know.
2: Well, uh, um, one of the things that I've been going over, and I, I, I'm not too sure. If I, I just logged in, so I wasn't too sure if there's a – I was waiting to hear what the topic was. So I didn't want to change it. But um, deferrals, like, it seems like the the VA could just defer our claims with – like an indefinite time frame and one of the things that bothers me is not knowing when they should have to make a decision on a deferral.
1: You know, I have a deferral myself and that's aggravating as all get out because you don't know. Uh it seemed to me if they're gonna defer something there should be a time limit placed on that deferral. Um uh,
2: and uh, evidently, there's not. Uh, well, I, there isn't. Uh, um, the I have looked at a fast letter. Uh, um, that, you know, I had found this fast letter, and it said that they were once they had all the evidence, they were supposed to make a decision on a claim within sixty days.
1: Uh huh.
2: But um, I, I don't know if there was ever an update to that fast letter. Uh,
1: um, oh, boy, that I I see there, they never seem to have enough information, or they can't find that information. That gives them an excuse to draw it on and on and on. Let me me enlighten you, gentlemen. Go ahead, John.
0: All right, once you have a claim issued situated in your claims folder and they make a decision on an issue of your claim, if they defer another issue... Uh, The deferral period will last until they get what they want in order to satisfy that claim. Um, If the information is in your service record or the claims folder and they send you a letter saying they don't have the information, it's basically because once they reach a claim decision, they'll blue sheet the top of that file. And anything under that blue sheet is considered complete. And they rarely go back and open it back up, so that's why they're asking for additional information. So that happens a lot.
1: I I think that's probably the root of the problem right there, yeah. wouldn't you,
0: John? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's <clears throat> it's not a bad thing, but it's just the way they do business, and um, you know, because this organization really doesn't answer to anyone. There's nobody in the store, and uh, you know, they're kind of on their own. It's they're flying by the seat of the pants. They've got regulations and rules to follow, like the M21, and sit of falling, they hide behind it. So, anybody gets a deferred issue, you know, eventually it's gonna come out and you're gonna something's gonna happen. Whether they have you know, enough positive evidence or ne- negative evidence, usually their search entails uh, uh CMP exams and things like that, and, and uh, with some leading questions, they try to find the negative over the positive. But uh, that's basically the way it happens. Uh,
1: wouldn't, it be a good, wouldn't it be a good idea, John, to send them a a uh, update letter? I mean, you know, say, look, I need an update on this uh, deferral. Uh, where do we stand on this? W- would it be a good idea to send them a letter of such as that?
0: You could do it electronically or upload it through uh, e-benefits or something like that. Because I wouldn't do it through the mail, because anytime you send a piece of mail to the VA. Uh, you, you're costing yourself 30 to 60 days of more time because they consider that going to the mail room and all this other stuff before it gets, actually gets into your folder. So the best way to contact them is either uploading something through uh, e-benefits that you can do and uh, something like that or use the IVA system to ask them questions.
1: I guess you could do that through e-benefits. Uh, right. Uh, from what I've read there on hand, some of them have had a uh quite a few issues with the benefits. I, I hope that they continue to lay the work on that to improve it.
0: Well, there's been some members that's got a hold of other people's information and everything, so it's been pretty ugly in the last month or so.
1: Yes, I so know. So
0: it's been in disarray. I don't know the root cause of it, or maybe we'll never know, but it looks like they've been hacked, to tell you the truth.
2: You know, um, in, in my in my case, I had a... On um, One of my CMP reports, I noticed it had a, uh, a name. It said, "For any questions, call this person," and had a phone number. And, and I called that number, and it was it was a raider at my regional office. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 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 I I asked them about because uh, it seems like the VA likes to do uh, what's called a CMP review without ever they'll they'll have another doctor review your CMP and and kind of mm-hmm. just like tear it apart. Yeah, I do that a lot. And and just Raider said that if I submitted another 8940 uh with cause they, when when I submitted my original 8940, they uh I had only included my PTSD and my stomach issues and I assumed, you know, I guess when you do that, you're picking the things that are that you're saying make you unemployable. Mhm. Um, he said if I would have submitted my put my ankle on there, that they would increase the ankle rating too. And then if I went ahead and did that, he would fix it.
0: So you're going for IU? Is that what I'm thinking? Excuse me. Is, what's your goal? Your goal is individual employability.
2: Yeah, I mean right now uh, I was I was 80 um, okay. percent when I when I had submitted the uh, for individual employability, Um right. And they deferred the IU. Yeah, and they made it. They made a decision just lately, and denied my IU, and didn't acknowledge, you know, like other service-connected issues for the increase. So it uh-huh. was pretty, it's been pretty crazy. Uh,
0: but he had well, told me
2: if I submitted, it, he would fix it. And let me tell you
0: why. Let me tell you why he told you that. Okay. Okay. Uh, anytime you if you file a claim for individual employability or IU, there's no really a Rateable condition for IU. IU is just an ancillary benefit, like uh, for example, like dependent pay. You know, if you got kids, you know they pay you extra for kids. That's an ancillary benefit too. You know it should be an automatic record type benefit. Okay, but they treat individual employability claims as a claim for increase. Okay, if you list specific conditions, they want that you want them to increase then they will nitpick that and they will use that. What you need to do is ask them to consider all conditions, not just the ones that you ask for. All service-connected conditions. Because, you know, if you're t- you're 80% now, yeah. so that tells me you're probably over 100, but you've got VA math involved, right? Right, exactly. Okay, so but that's the issue. You need to go ahead and NOD that decision. And then tell them to to use all your service connected conditions in considering your IU. Then, okay. Are you drawing so SSDI? Are you getting Social oh. Security? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I am. I, um, this- I'm a. i
2: am I, I was the uh, the VA had all the evidence like my Social Security information.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
2: When they when they when they denied my claim, but they never acknowledged it in my reading letter at all. Okay, and here's
0: now your, it's your Social Security is it, is it based on your PTSD and service conditions? Yes. Okay, you need to go ahead and write an NOD and tell and they fail to probably recognize your Social Security disability. Okay. Okay. Because they're supposed to follow suit. Uh, what do you what? Which regional officer are you dealing with?
2: Uh, I'm with the Albuquerque regional office, New Mexico.
0: Okay, okay. Well, you're up early this morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so it's 8 o'clock here, so. Well, that's what you need to do. You need to go ahead and write them a notice of disagreement out, explain to them that you want them to use your Social Security information, too. If you can afford it, go find you an occupational specialist doctor. And the best way to find one is contact your Social Security attorney, if you use one or not, ask them who they use for independent medical evaluations because these guys are occupational specialists. Okay. Have them look at your Social Security record. And along with the VA staff and had them write an opinion that, you know, it's the same opinion as you social security that well, you're totally disabled.
2: Yeah, it was it was uh it was pretty crazy because I had a my uh my psychiatrist at the VA, she did write me a letter. Mm-hmm. And uh this was back in two thousand eleven when she wrote me the letter and when I asked her she wrote me another one because, you know, the VA always wants stuff updated. Uh she yeah, I guess there's some conflict interest, there, even though there's not supposed to be.
1: Um, there's no, no, there's guys. not supposed to be. Not,
2: not supposed but you know, be. that's that's the person who pays them, so. Mhm.
0: Well, um, it's true. I mean, it's it's a mess, and it it has been that way a long time. And there's no improvement in the near future, anyways. You know, because.
2: But it, but it, but it sounds like in my case it'd probably be worth it to get hire yeah. an independent
0: medical examiner. Well, no, what you, need, what you need to do is go ahead and keep what you got and not okay. use that denial because you need to get that out of the regional office's hands into the BVA as fast as you can, but you also probably need an attorney to go with you. Okay. Because, see, this, this whole thing boils down to legal precedent, okay? And they'll quote the regulations at the regional office, but remember these folks at the regional office are not attorneys. They're not licensed to practice law. But they'll quote the regs all day long. Once it gets to the next step, it becomes more organized, and it's a legal precedence takes a lot more issue. That's where people are winning these claims of Social Security in the VA.
2: Oh.
0: Okay, because you're dealing with, the, right now you're dealing with the lowest level of the VA. You know, this is okay. just basically the first step. But the um, only problem is, is going to the BVA is going to cost you a year or two at least. I don't know, you know, the, that's the slowest part.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I've been, you know, it, 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 it took them three years to, from the time I got that deferral till now, so. Um,
0: that's all right, but it took find, me
2: 14.
0: Oh, yeah, well, that's,
2: yeah, I mean, I guess, it teaches you some patience anyway.
0: Yeah, it teaches you patience and it also gives you, it increases your PTSD too, dealing with it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, uh,
2: Okay, I appreciate
0: all the information. No, go ahead and file a notice of disagreement, telling them that. Uh, did they mention your Social Security in your decision letter?
2: No, they, it's it's all in the evidence. Um, and, and when they deferred it, they had they had Social Security, Social Security information. So I'm not too but sure tells why them they, didn't they,
0: tells me they did look at it. me they didn't even look at it. We, I call that a shotgun denial. Load, lock, okay. and shoot. Okay, write a notice of disagreement. Tell them, ask them, tell them anything take your social security into account and uh because based based on your service net conditions okay. you know and uh but remember the va definition of disability and social security definition of disability are totally different and social security definition of disability means a total disability or impairment which is expected to last at least one year or result in the in the in the, in the veteran's or patient's death okay the va disability is based on the rating system you know it's uh a combined bunch of numbers that takes your bodily function disability uh, versus what your capacity earnings capacity would be in a working environment.
2: So, so I, I you know, like as far as when you file that notice of disagreement, mm-hmm. um, you have what you have what a year, what you have a year from the yeah. time you get your rating letter to do that.
0: Yes, you do. Okay. If any any, help, anything uh, over
2: after a year would be an appeal?
0: Anything over a year would be pr- problematic for anybody because once that year's passed and exhausted, the only way you can recoup that is to file a, a Q claim because once Uh-oh. the time timeline expires, see now. Have, are you within a year time frame? Yeah, or well you just, uh, I just got it in October. Okay, well, get that thing oh. off. Uh, if you need some help, uh, you're a it member, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I right. well,
2: see. I,
0: I I was asking about a queue
2: um, for my deferral. Yeah. And you know, I I, I talked to my because I, I have a VSO, so I talked to the VSO, and they they don't they uh who have who you got they is a VSO? Get, they don't seem like they want to deal with that at all. So who's you, who's your
0: VSO? Uh, it's the uh, DAV. Okay, well, that explains a lot. Um, go on to had it and do a little research on it. Uh, there's a lot of folks that has been in your boat from VA and Social Security uh, do some research on it. Uh, Meg's a good guy to talk to, he's a VSO, and he's pretty sharp. Um, just go ahead and read that way and then figure out how to word your NLD and get it worded correctly. Once you do an NOD and it starts in the appeal process, you're free to pick up an attorney because that's when they okay. can start helping you. Um,
2: so, like when you, now, you hire an, when you hire an attorney, um, if there's issues that go way back where they made mistakes on other rating letters, they mm-hmm. they would they can actually do that probably too, huh?
0: They can nitpick them and look at it and see. They can tell you what well, they can tell you. You know what your options are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I don't, I don't know. know. In your area, what you know, what a good attorney is out there out west, but uh, uh, you can listen to some of these shows too. Uh, some of the past shows like a Bergman, Moore, Paul Sullivan shows, and things like that, and they can, you can just about find a good attorney through that.
2: Well, when I when I filed when I filed for my uh, uh, social security disability, I didn't I didn't use an attorney. I mean, it, it went pretty quick, you know, just because it was just based yeah. on my. Military and veterans, rec- VA records and all that, and it went fast. Um, I was really That's good. Surprised. That's good. That's but, good. But so. uh, the IU, you know, I don't know what happened.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, again, you know, it's a two-headed, it's a two-headed snake you're dealing with there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's like Medusa, you know, with the snakes in her head. That's basically what you're dealing with. So yeah, do the nod talk to an attorney, and get them to walk them oh. through it. Uh, okay. It's going to cost you a little bit of retro, but uh, it's pro bono. It should be nothing up front. And you'd rather pay a little money to them than to, uh, uh, you know, to take a chance at doing it alone and having their attorneys uh, chop you up like hamburger, because they'll do that to you. You know, especially when right. yeah. So, but that's about this- it. That's that's.
2: Okay. Well, I'm just gonna keep listening. Okay. I don't know if I need to push anything to. I didn't, you
0: know. I think Stretch can do health. that, can't you, Mike? <clears throat> I think Stretch can park you back into the into the parking lot.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks
0: a well, lot. Appreciate it. Okay. Well,
1: thanks okay. Thanks for calling in and and listening up. If you have any more questions, just uh, you think about. Just jump in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, we were discussing this uh, uh, social security thing here, John, and that could affect quite a few uh, had it members.
0: It can affect a lot of had it members from what I've been looking at, Gerald. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, look at some
0: of these conditions, man.
1: I, I see that. And I mean, you
0: know, you got your given ones like uh, uh, acute leukemia. That's sudden onset leukemia and pretty quick.
1: Yeah.
0: If you've got inoperable adrenal cancer, uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, if you've got Huntington's disease, you know that's Huntington's pretty bad. That's there's no cure for that. Um, just all kinds of stuff. you just look at it, read the list. I mean, wow. it, I it's so.
2: D A B. He said that explains a lot. Whatever that, I don't know I
1: didn't ask him didn't. <laughs> But uh, this here he will he like uh, this will help some veterans and that brings the total total number up here to two twenty five on different ailments. Um mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we should have those posted up there on it, wouldn't you think?
0: Yeah, or a link to the site,
1: uh, at least. Now, this being a, a, a new law, I've never heard of this before. Uh, new compassionate allowances. Uh, maybe that's why some of us got our Social Security so quick,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I got mine very quick. Uh, right. Uh, I mean, there was no hassle. Uh, they called me up and said I was I awarded my Social Security and based on my medical records and from what they received from the medical doctors there at the BA. Right. I mean, they were so quick on that. I don't know why they can't be quick enough on everything else, but on Social Security, you got it made. It seems. Uh, I understand, though, from reading some of them, there that had it, Some of those uh, guys are having a little bit of problems, so maybe this here will help. Uh, will help them out. Let's hope.
0: All right. Well, it's basically. I mean, these, 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 these. <clears throat> the lists are still. These are pretty, pretty desolate diseases. Yeah. Because most every one of them is uh, pretty bad shape. you you know, all your neurological disorders.
1: Oh, and, absolutely, uh, especially neurological, because that can yeah. lead in about anything.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, that can affect all your organs. Yeah. So this, this is kind of a good news deal here. That's not often we get to put that out. Um, yeah, I'm just
0: trying to...
1: But, uh, All right,
0: now here's the new one. Let me pull the new ones up here. Cause it'll, it's just basically the same. I mean, there's uh, 25 of them, the new ones.
1: Yeah. Um, Prostate cancer, hormone refractory uh, disease. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they got stuff here I can't even think about pronouncing them.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I Just from looking at them, I don't want none of them.
0: There's one called Coffin-Lowry syndrome. Hmm. Some of these words are just really, really, really huge.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Eptomingal carcinoma carcinometasis, liposarcoma, malignant renal rhabdoid tumor, brain tumors, vulgar palsy, prostate cancer, sickle syndrome, uh oh, okay. No problem.
1: It look to me like they're all I've never heard of this coughing coffin cough uh uh Lowry syndrome.
0: Mm-hmm. What it? it yeah. is. I'll look at it up for a minute. Uh
1: that's uh, but this is good for them to know. Uh and the fact that they can use this uh uh, uh Compassionate uh, allowances is, is another thing. Uh, I've never heard of this before. Did you? Um, they, they have two hundred of them on there.
0: What's what's when the coffin coffin syndrome? Yeah. Well, let me let me see if I can find the uh, real name for that sucker.
1: This is uh, uh, very interesting stuff. Probably should post this whole thing on the head. uh
0: Okay. It's a severe mental issue. Basically, that's a genetic disorder. Okay.
1: So it had to do with mental issues.
0: Mostly in children.
1: I wonder about TBI.
0: Mm, no, this stuff here is a it's it's genetic like uh, genetic issues are like say if you have two people that get married and have a kid, yeah, and their genes don't get along too well, and the kid gets some bad genes. You see, you see that in a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: you do. yeah, yeah, and uh, a lot of these are genetic disorders like. Uh, uh, for example, SMA, spinal mus- muscular atrophy, is a genetic disorder. Some of the kids don't make, all, all of them don't make it. That's okay. True.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so, but uh, the list is uh, socialsecurity.gov backslash compassion allowances. That's the website.
1: Yeah, we're we'll happy to uh, get that on had it there uh, yeah. because... Uh, those dealing with um, Social Security it, was, uh, it might be of some help to
0: them. Mm-hmm. Let me get a little rundown as to what they did here with this.
1: <clears throat> Go ahead.
0: It's, um, the Commissioner of Social Security announced 25 new compassion allowances conditions including dozen cancers total numbers to 225. Uh, the program expedites disability decisions for Americans with the most serious disabilities to ensure that they receive their benefit decisions within days instead of months or years. These new conditions also include disorders that affect the digestive, neurological, immune and multiple body systems. Uh, it says that uh, they want social Security to be a vital lifeline to people who have these severe diseases and they want to get them on the roads pretty quick because most of these diseases can be terminal. Okay, and it's just an outreach program to make sure that uh, everything's taken care of because they've had some problems in the past with uh, people that have cancers and things like that getting denied, and uh, there's been several individuals who draw their first Social Security check and kick the bucket, and because of the bureaucracy and stuff involved, of course, the Social Security's a little different than the VA because when you initially file your social security claim, it doesn't go to social security. It goes to this company called DDS, which is a state-level disability determination service. They're the ones who make the first decision on your social security. And it's not, you know, I mean, it's a contractor. They do, you know, they're just like farming stuff out. And, uh, you know, most of their decisions are are denials. You know, just face it, that's what they do. And they're have, supposed to have medical people look at the claims and stuff at the first point, but... You know, in my experience with them, I think it's uh, uh, it keeps the attorneys in, in in the business because they're they're getting a lot of money off this stuff.
1: So well, you know, popular, uh, <laughs> and, and two, the good thing about this, John, is the VA. Now, I ha- here's why I have to pat the VA on the back because there are. They seem like they're only too eager to uh, assist the veteran and getting uh, Social Security compensation. Right. Uh, and that's a good thing. Right.
0: That is now. Once you get your foot in the door, Social Security, and once you're once you're once you're taken care of, uh, they treat you really well. You know, on all aspects of it. And you know, of course, you have to do some paperwork and things like that, but. Uh, you know, you, it's just a lot more, uh, you feel better, you feel like, you know, you, you feel more calm. I mean, there's not, not, not as, the anxiety level to me is lower doing Social security than the VA.
1: Well, at least you do have some income. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, of course, that varies from individual to individual, but uh, i tell you what, uh, once you get on Medicare, uh, that makes a lot of difference. And uh, and then if you get your gap insurance, uh, you can you can go to any hospital and mm-hmm. and uh, my land's I've I've been in the hospital several times and ain't never cost me a cent. So
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, but however, if it was a hundred percent, well, even over fifty percent for the VA, ain't it? Uh, uh, you
0: don't have a copay well you go going to party group one at fifty percent that takes care of your copays
1: yeah
0: you know of course remember there's still medicine copays and things like that yeah that you don't have to pay with this you know they'll bill your insurance or anything
1: yeah
0: unless you have uh... medicare and, uh, you know and uh... they've been first thing they ever asked me to have a medicare card and, you know you have to give them a copy of it because they're trying their best to bill medicare one of these days
1: Oh, there is, I figure they do now. I they don't bill
0: they, Medicare. They're not allowed to build Medicare yet, but, you know, you never know what's going to change. Oh, they
1: don't? Uh, right. They sure want that card down They got yeah. copies of mine.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. you Now they'll get their hot hands on that, you know. But, I mean, it's, you know, they've got to have some type of, you know, some kind of money or something to, of course, it's budgeted, but you know it's it's expensive running the VA hospital. Yes, indeed.
1: You, know, you,
0: you know, a lot of veterans, uh, you know, they don't have insurance, and they're using the VA. <clears throat> and uh, you know, and then there's a lot of veterans that have insurance that use the VA. You know, they don't have to use the VA, but they're doing it by choice because they think the VA should take care of them. You know, so that's you know that's another thing they're deal with. So. But they've received the same level of treatment, you know. It's not uh, whether you've got insurance or not; it's not their issue, you know. But I have had issues to where I'd get a certain medicine, and they said the medicine was too expensive, and that they'd have to do, do another medicine or something like that, and refuse the prescription. Yeah. And uh, I first explained to them that well, I've got insurance, and you bill my insurance. I said it's not going to cost you as much as it would somebody else. You know, they didn't want to hear that. So that's course, so I have to see another doctor and do it outside you know that's 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 a good option to have
1: well, see Walmart has a lot of this four dollar medicine
2: mm-hmm. and PA, uh
1: theirs is eight and uh uh so any medicines I can get for four dollars uh I'll go ahead and get it at walmart and right. and by doing that i can i can pick up uh, uh medicines that I, I i can't get from the b a because uh, <laughs> there's uh, several medicines that i uh, VA b a don't don't have period they have
0: right.
1: however i do have a mortar special order for me uh, i mean if you put it up for a board your doctor uh, they can sometimes get approval for it, and sometimes they don't.
0: Yeah, a lot of times the doctors have to go in and write a special note to the pharmacist in order for the pharmacist to approve medicine.
1: Yes, Yeah. So,
0: I mean, so who's got the power there? Does the doctor have the power, or does the pharmacy have the power?
1: Well, it, it appears to me, from what I understand, they kind of a board that they sit down and say, look, I need approval for this 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 patient, uh, it, it's just, and and uh, I don't know who all's involved with that board. Uh, personally, I feel like it's the doctor's prerogative. If he wants to write the order, they're gonna they're gonna fill it if if at all possible.
0: Well, that's uh, you know I can understand that reasoning of thinking, but. A lot of times I call for a refill of my medicines and it's been canceled because they go through and purge the system every once in a while and cancel all your medication. You got diabetes and taking insulin, they cancel your prescription. Something's wrong.
1: Oh yeah, you don't want that.
0: And uh, so you have to. Uh, what I would advise folks to do for medicines like this: don't do this if you're taking narcotic drug because you're getting trouble. But do this. Get you an outside doctor and get you a backup prescription and put it to, and let Walgreens have that prescription and keep it on file. Yes. Uh, that way, if the perfect. VA, yeah, because you know, if, especially for insulin and those are the supplies for diabetes, because it's not a perfect system within the VA. And if you run out, you know, you can it could cost you your life if you if you if you mess around with diabetes medicine.
1: Uh So what you need to do is to make, make yeah have a backup. And not only diabetes medicine, some of this other stuff is, uh, I mean, once you start taking it, uh, you're not allowed to quit. I mean, it's, it's, some of it is especially procedures and mm-hmm. and, and uh, things like that.
0: Right. Now, special medicines like metformin, any insulins, gliposide, things like that, always have a backup prescription. And always keep one on file. And uh, and I would use a nationwide pharmacy that's got pharmacies on every corner. Uh Because no matter where you're at, you can always go in there and say, I've got this prescription on file here, I need it filled. And no matter what part of the world or country you're in, excuse me,
1: and usually, even across uh, different uh, performances, uh, you tell them where you're from, you know, if they don't have the one where you're located. Mm-hmm. You can say, here's, here's my performance, and I'll run out of these pills, particular pills. And and as a rule, they'll go ahead, and uh, once they contact your performances, they'll, they'll go ahead and, and fill your order for you. That's true. Now,
0: if you like, say you use Walmart for some uh-huh. things, then you're pretty much safe because Walmart's got a nationwide system. Yes. Okay. Uh, like I use Walgreens; they've got a nationwide system, right? A the same way, you know. CVS uh, is the same way. Use Sam's Store, which can the
1: mm. same as Walmart. Yeah, uh, well,
0: that's Walmart on steroids.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, actually, I found that my prescription is cheaper at Sam's than at Walmart. I don't know why. I can't explain. Membership pays. <laughs> well, evidently it does. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, even though I, I go to the VA, I still have an, uh, a doctor here in town because the VA is over 100 miles from me. And every time you get sick... Uh, which when your immune system gets compromised, uh, getting sick can happen real quick. And,
0: mm-hmm. and uh,
1: I have an internal medicine doctor here in town I go to, and and uh, he takes good care of me, and he, he coordinates with the VA. So I've gotcha. got him talking back and forth, and, and uh, it, it's worked out terrific for me.
0: That's the way it works. I mean, that's what you need to do. But always have a backup plan.
1: Yeah. Always. And, and be sure that uh, they correspond with one another. And they contact each other back and forth through faxes. And mm-hmm. that way they're all up, always updated on any change of medications. I let right. him pretty well uh, take care of my medications because he is an internal right. medicine.
0: So, but no, it's always good to have a backup plan, especially in time you're dealing with VA medicines. You know, it's always good to have a backup plan because things do fall do fall through the cracks, and once they crack something, it's hard to get it back together again.
1: Well, yeah. I've had it happen. I've had, you know, like you say, uh, some medications from the VA uh, they can no longer get, or I don't know mm-hmm. what the problem is, but uh, the prescription gets. Uh, 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 deleted or no longer, no more, and what are you going to do? That's where I can just go over to my doctor, and he gets it taken care of.
0: Well, that's true. That's what it should do. You know, always have a backup. That's what you do. You know, and uh, if you've got VA and you've got, uh, say, you're getting SSDI and you qualify for Medicare Part B, you go ahead and get that Medicare Part B, and you get you a supplement to cover your copays and stuff, and that way. You're not obligated to constantly use the VA system. You'll have an you'll have an option there too. See,
1: it's nice to have that option, uh, John, because I've went to the hospital here several times, and I've always went to the local hospital. Uh, first of all, I'd be too sick to go over 100 miles. You know, 125 miles pretty good trip.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you feel like you're nearly dead, you better get to a hospital. Uh, here, I got a hospital just a couple blocks from the house.
0: You had one closer than that until the tornado hit it. Yeah,
1: I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the tornado blew one away, but but uh, uh, you know it. Uh, that way, I can go to the local hospital and don't cost nothing, and that's. Uh, worked out tremendously well for me. Remember, your outside doctor and your VA doctors need your primary care team doctor, uh, and I think you'll find them uh, willing to work with one another quite well. Uh, Anyway, I haven't had a problem. And uh, so... I would recommend doing that. But wherever you live, I think it's a good idea to have, if you're dealing with VA, you you still need to have that outside doctor close to home.
0: That's true. That is true. Remember, nobody's perfect.
1: That's right. And uh, uh, we deal with so much medication, it's nice to have a, a uh, I like an internal medicine doctor because they're very well skilled on what medicines will will work with one another uh you get to mixing all these medicines together that a veteran takes and it's uh there's no telling what you really mix i <laughs> can up there
0: it's yeah, true I see it both ways.
1: You know. Uh, yeah, I, it it really concerns me. I mean, I'm always going over my medications and I try to eliminate every one I can.
0: But mm-hmm.
1: there's some medicines you're gonna have to take and that's the bottom line.
0: It is the bottom line, you know, it's the bottom line. So you know, it's always good you know, like I said, to have a backup and make sure that, uh, you know, you uh, your medicines you're taking do work together that you know have nothing because you could could take one medicine then that would offset the effects of the other medicine you're taking
1: absolutely yeah and, and so you need a specialist on medicine man, and a lot of your uh uh nurse practitioners, uh, which is usually your primary care doctor at the b a are not that specialized in. Uh, medicines, so although some of them are really good, uh, it's not like having an internal medicine doctor going over your meds.
0: Right, that's true. That is true.
1: Because I've had mine and I said, no, don't take this thing, <laughs> and uh, it's screened out a lot of them, you know. But
0: Well, let me explain something to you, Gerald. What is medicine?
1: Well, medicine is a drug, and uh, it's a chemical. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of your medicines are just uh, synthetics. Uh, mm-hmm. And
0: uh, what happens when you mix Clorox and ammonia?
1: Well, you're gonna be in trouble if you're real close to it because you don't want to breathe it. That's for sure.
0: Right. So, see, that's a chemical reaction. The medicines are the same way. It's chemicals.
1: Yes. And, so it's uh, that's,
0: that's dangerous you take them to get.
1: Absolutely. Scrutinize your meds. Uh, always scrutinize your medicines. I, I, and I know you have too, John. Uh, you've heard of so many veterans getting their livers and, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, kidneys burned up. Uh, especially, it, it's extremely hard on a liver, on your your livers, and and before you know it, you end up uh, uh, with uh, serious uh, liver problems, and mm-hmm. and uh, you don't want your liver all goofed up. No, sure. And my doctor, uh, thankfully, he he runs blood work about every every six weeks on my liver, to be sure. Last time it was bad, so he changed my medicines around, and uh, the, uh, not last week, it was about a month ago, and then we done another blood test, and it come back good, so uh, you got to catch it early on.
0: You do got to catch it early on, so that's so they changed me Have you retested since then?
1: Yes, and it tested good. So that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. But it's, I'm, pretty it, sure
0: that, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't be a doctor Dundee, it, would
1: it? No, no, <laughs> no. That was my local internal medicine doctor. He he keeps an eye on my liver all the time. Mm-hmm. Because taking I, I take a a lot of meds. But, quite a few, and I know there's other veterans do too, so when you get to taking anywhere from 15 to 25 to 30 meds, uh, you you Yeah, that's too much. It it is too much. It is -hmm. too much, and... and, um, I've
0: seen these veterans walk out of the VA, pharmacy, carrying grocery bags full of medicines.
1: Oh, I've seen it, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: You know And so you you gotta guard yourself and, and you really have to participate in your own um uh, medicines. You you gotta familiarize yourself with the meds and what they do and always work on your doctors, is there any way I can cut anything out? You know.
0: I tell you one little trick I use, I mean, you know, you got a lot of medicine bottles here that you get and you you, you actually uh, you know, over a, a couple of month periods you collect a lot of bottles. And especially if you're taking like a Metform or something like that, you know. Um, you can actually take those bottles and you can use them for like storage bins and devices and things like that. Just rip off the prescription tag on it because the bottle's there, you know. And uh, clean the bottle out. Uh, I know several guys that fish a lot. And uh, they'll take uh, they'll take the, the the lid on the bottle and drill a small hole in it. And they'll take that, and inside of it, they'll put a little crazy go to the bottom, and they'll take some fishing line and touch that crazy and let it dry. Then they'll push that fishing line in there, I don't know, maybe a 100 feet or so, wind it up, and at the end, feed it through the cap and put a sinker on it, and put the sinker inside. Then they take it, and if you're on the water and you want to mark your location, you just take that medicine bottle out pull that sinker loose from the thing and throw it out there and it automatically hits the bottom the bottom of the lake and you got your marker buoy <laughs> <laughs> Well
1: that's pretty neat. Uh yeah, I use mine for everything.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. Nuts and bolts and
1: Yeah. Mm, I, you I've probably get your float of peppers. I can build a ship, I
0: think. tell hey, what else you can do if you had a small drill bit. Yeah. Take a small drill bit. And uh, take the smaller bottles and drill holes in the lid.
1: Yeah.
0: You got you a salt shaker.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A
0: pepper shaker. So you know, there's several ways to do it. I mean, it's you know, it's uh, hillbilly ingenuity.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. uh, My wife has to come through and clean the house for me every once in a while, boy. She just so fed about all my bottles. <laughs>
0: Mine does, too, so let I think we all go through that. That's a beast.
1: That's a beast. But scrutinize your meds. i tell you what, you cannot be too cautious.
0: All right.
1: I don't care if you're only taking three or four.
0: Mm-hmm. Well... We apologize, folks. We recently had a guest speaker scheduled today and I guess through some technical difficulties they couldn't get through, so uh, we had to change our genre a little bit on the show, but uh, I think it's worked out for the best.
1: Yeah, we've had a good show here, and uh, and thanks to Addit, It, uh, by golly, uh, over 17 years now had it's been a-going, and uh, we're awful proud of Had It It's uh, helped a lot of veterans and the people that are working there, the elders uh, uh, and moderators, uh, they're all extremely dedicated and they want to help anyone that they can. Uh, Don't be afraid to uh, ask the question on there. Uh, Somebody's going to answer it and chances are your answers are going to be good, and they have an excellent search engine. Yes. Uh, That search engine's worth a lot, and uh, you may have to ask it, uh, uh, you know, it depends on the question you ask it to to what kind of response you're going to get. I think the other day I was looking something up, and I had to ask the question about four different ways. (laughs) Before I got it to work the I wanted, uh, but it if, if, it produced a lot of data, and and that's that's what it's for. So utilize that search engine, and a lot of times to get your question that you have answered before you you know you uh, you may not even ask it. Uh, you got the answers there about every type of claim uh, uh, that's been in existence has uh, been done there on had it, So it's true. Uh, you have you have some some mighty fine people there uh, working and trying to keep keep the website tip top condition, which it is, and. Uh, that's uh, that's good to know. You have a backup, and and to know you're not alone in this fight. Uh, there's a lot of veterans fighting the same issues you are, and uh, uh, keep that in mind. You're not in this fight alone. And most any of them will drop what they're doing and lend you a helping hand too.
0: That's true. That is true. You know, do a little plug for next week's show. We've got an interesting guests coming on the show next week. Joe, can you tell the folks who that guest is?
1: Well, yeah, we have Dr. Bash and uh, uh, John Dorley coming on next week. And Dr. Bash, uh, he, he's a good doctor for writing IMOs and IMEs. If you you're in a position, you can go see him, or he does travel around uh, to different airports, and and you can uh, uh, possibly meet up with him at an airport. Uh, isn't his specialty, isn't he a neurologist, uh, John?
0: No. Actually, he's a neuroradiologist.
1: A neuroradiologist. Mm. Uh, uh, well, I know he knows he's old, so Mm-hmm. I have an IMO from him, and I'm quite proud of it. Uh, and several others have gotten IMOs from him are, are been happy with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a fee, and it, it it depends on your every everyone's different. But, that's the complexity
0: uh, and their issues, how much research he has to do.
1: Yeah, true, and yeah, so. and he he's very professional, and he's and he's uh uh IMOs and IMEs. That's so
2: that's if
1: good. you get an IME, uh to me that's a lot, that's the way to go. If right. if you can possibly travel or meet him in one of these other airports, uh, that'd be great.
0: Well Gerald the day's gone by again, buddy we got about a minute and a half left, uh, so
1: Oh my well, it has. It went by pretty doggone quick. Uh, uh, why, yeah, we're about out of time, John.
0: Yeah, no, it's been a good show.
1: Yeah, well, it's a good show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you tuning in today, and uh hope everyone has a good, safe day and a weekend, too. Uh, and it warms up for some of y'all. But anyway, this will be Gerald Cook and John Stacy will be on on for now.